Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the gentlemen welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast um it is a friday evening this is a late time to do cheap heat it was it, it's it's the kind of week when i shouldn't do the podcast but we don't really have those weeks so here we are doing the podcast and since i'm late you're not getting this till saturday morning running errands doing whatever sunday you might even get this till monday raw's already tonight by the time you're listening but because i'm late i have a treat all the way from the hills of Hollywood in Los Angeles, California, where he resides at one Dipperland Ranch way. It is Dipper Fiend, a.k.a. The Fiend, Dipperstein. How's everybody doing? Wow, this is a big moment for this podcast. This is big. Dipper, Dipper Fiend in person? By the way, I haven't even asked you, how are the shingles going? I haven't even asked you since I saw you. We just had dinner. I have not mentioned the shingles all day. You know, it's... uh I'm in recovery. There's no question about it. Okay. And um, my whole thing is now what kind of, you know, when is the thing going to go away completely? You know, that's the big question. When does it go away completely? And I never have oh, to so think still, about so it. So there's still, there's still something. Yeah. There's something going on. There's something. Okay. There's something going on. Believe me. Okay. Well, this is when it goes away, your gimmick is over and Dipper Fiend dies. Um, so, By the way, that's exactly how long. I bet you... Let, let, let's let's make a bet on this. By uh, the time, real quick, sorry, Dipper, I didn't interrupt you. Yeah, the item that I'm purchasing, okay, is seventeen by twenty six. Seventeen. So that's seventeen. It's small. Across? It's small. Really small. 20, that's a small item. Wait, twenty six down is small inches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's only two feet. Yeah. How could it be that small? I think the, the the smaller the more mage. I mean, is, is that what you think? Yes. Because also, I don't want a huge poster in here. What? I don't want it to be a huge poster. No, you want a little gimmick on the wall. A little. Oh, you want to recognize? You want people to just high school dorm room? Exactly. It's not my. It's not my. It's not. Be, it's not my best friend Ben's old dirty bastard album cover poster from from college. It's not my gigantic six foot item. You know, my 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 Hogan Andre. No, no, like that's a living room piece. Yes, it's a piece. It's a piece. This, I guess, this, this is his accent. Hold on, but this is mine's a, mine's a piece of furniture. Yours is an accent. Is is the thing that I have on my wall right there? You think it's bigger or smaller? It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Yeah, well, it's still pretty big. So it's still a thing. Yeah, it's it's, like it's a, a thing, but it's not like a, oh my look, it's, it's the it's biggest it. thing yours. Okay, yeah. So you think this price makes sense? I think you love it, and I think that that's the most important thing. For uh, someone who's Richard Jace. It's a very good point. Yeah. So for everyone listening, I am now purchasing from a gentleman online. We're trying to get to Rich, by the way. We're very, we're close. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, 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 we're, we're on it. We're oh, yeah. I think we're, oh, we're Rich. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm spending a few hundred bucks on this item. I admit it. It is an original WrestleMania three event poster. So I'd been wanting to get an event poster. I'd been looking around. Then Dipperstein calls me and tells me that his friend, as a gift, gave him a beautiful framed event poster. Yeah, it's so funny. It was like she just get, she was like, "Oh, here it's your birthday. I'm gonna just throw you. You know, here's like a here's like a nice thoughtful gift." She doesn't realize she didn't realize how how major it was. Right. She, um, my friend Alex bought me a nineteen. She bought me an original poster. From a very tiny event at a high school from July 9, I think it was July 23rd, 1988. The, um, the main, my birthday? the main event. Yeah. That's major. It could have been July 22nd. Oh. The, the main event is Hercules versus the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, come on. The dream main event we all wanted. <laughs> no, 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 that is 100 percent the dream the, the, event the you mid, wanted. Yeah, sure. the mid card. That's like a that's like the mid card WrestleMania four. Yeah, yeah. Early card WrestleMania four match was the main event at this. Did they have that? Match they were before? probably trying out the two at the event at the high school event for WrestleMania four. That that match was WrestleMania four. WrestleMania three. No, no, that match is four. It matches four. Yeah, four Wait, in the tournament. No. no. It was an outside the tournament it was a match. Separate from the tournament. Yeah, it's four. Got it. Got it. Apologies. I apologize. Yeah. When he when he, sw- he swings the yeah, yeah, yeah. the warrior swings the chain. So so Dipperstein inspired me after he saw that. I was like, oh man, now I need to get mine. So I I've been looking around. This is life's funny. So I I've been looking, and I looked them up, and I, I look on eBay for these event posters, and they range from a hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars, whatever, and the events range from being like. Really, and by the way, I should say shout out to Zach Linder who has a very cool, super old school, smaller one in his house. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. He's got some mage stuff, you it's know. Like Stan Hansen, I forget who was on it, but it's mage. It's super old and, and fire. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking for an event that fits me, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm seeing stuff, but the main event isn't that good. The picture is not that good. Yeah. And then, it's all about the pictures. And then it's all about the pictures. Today I started looking again, and I found a guy. Who wanted $1,500 for a black and white WrestleMania 3 event poster, which I do not recall seeing, but it is major. World Wrestling Federation presents WWF WrestleMania 3. Bigger, better, badder. Sunday, March 29th, 4 o'clock p.m., Pontiac Silver Dome, Pontiac, Michigan. The main event for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. WWF heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan, six foot eight inches. Oh, I love it. They, they, they do the specs. They yes. do the specs. Andre the Giant, seven foot four inches, five hundred twenty five pounds. Interesting because Hulk says he was eight hundred now. Um, <laughs> uh, the, under that, pictures of Andre and Hulk. By the way, below that for the WWF Intercontinental Championship, WWF Intercontinental Champion, Randy Machman Savage, Elizabeth in the corner in parentheses. Verse Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, George the Animal Steel in the corner. Pictures of Savage with a mini picture of Elizabeth. Picture of Steamboat with a mini picture of Steel. Then there's Harley Ray's JYD with pictures. Piper and Adonis with pictures. The Heart Foundation, Danny Davis listed underneath. The verse of British Bulldogs with Tito Santana. Um, so the only thing that doesn't get included. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. What didn't get included? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules. Coco Beware versus Butch Reed. They did not include the little people match. I was just going to say that they didn't. I was. I was, was going to say because nope. that's it. Look, look. That's, that's, what, that's what. That's. I mean, the, those three matches are the ones that we remember from WrestleMania three. It's obviously Elgin Andre. It's obviously Savage Steamboat, and then it's 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 that. By the match. way, it's the hillbilly I, match. I got to say this right now. Is this the first time in the history of podcasting? The conversation's been had of what's the third most mage match on WrestleMania three. I don't think so because uh, that's, everyone that's, talks about the. Everyone knows yeah, you either like Hogan Andre most or you like Savage Steamboat most, right? But, but what's the what's the next best one? It's of course Bundy. Hillbilly. But hold on, real quick. The the uh, the Piper Adonis ending's pretty big too, and Piper legit seemed like he was retiring. When you were a kid, you thought that was Roddy Piper's last match confirmed. And the moment when when Adonis goes to sleep and Be- Beefcake comes in with the shears, it was. Let me. Can I just say thing. something? Let me say something about that, because the the pipe the, the 
that moment in Piper in Piper history. Yeah. First of all, I'm born June 1987, so I'm born th- just a few months after this. So I saw this later, like after I had, yes. after I knew like 989-90 Piper, who was like an awesome Piper. That was my favorite. I know that that's insane to say, but like that's the Piper that I grew up with. That the Piper before that is the WrestleMania three Piper. That's and the most major Piper. I know. But I, this was it the wasn't, end. this know, was the this, end of, of the like, most of the prime Piper. of his prime. Yes. yes. And I was, you know, this is like really before my time, really before my, my birth, yes. my birth, not my time, my birth. So right. it's like stuff that's before you're born. Like it's a different view. It is a different For view. Me, it's I was, a different I was view. Eight and I believed Roddy Piper was never going to set foot in a right. wrestling ring again. Right. This when, was the earliest out, Piper thing I had seen for years was WrestleMania 3. So, you realize that. Yeah, and 2 and 1. Right, until you but, got, like, right. but like all the stuff before that, even the really early Piper stuff, right, right. I'd never seen it until I'm much older. Right. So, yeah. But, so, but no, no. At the time, when he came out, the bagpipes play at WrestleMania 3, and he's coming down the aisle, it legit felt emotional. I was like, this is the end. Right, I'm right. seeing a great retire. Right. You know, at the time, I'm thinking he's like older. Of course, at that time, he's like 33 years yeah. old or something. Yeah. But I, I think he's older and it really, so I just want to say, so that moment was big, was a big deal at the time. My earliest Piper moment in my wrestling fandom, in my wrestling life, um, the earliest Piper moment, the one that I always thought was crazy, which isn't even a moment, honestly. The way he entered Royal Rumble 1990, he was like the fourth or fifth entrant and like he was like, he got a massive, massive pop and like ran out with his like hands flailing and it was, it was awesome. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was my first and that was my first and like one of my best Piper moments. And that's the one that I, that's the Piper that I know the most. I would just like to say that the item is being purchased as we speak. Great. Uh, the fact that there's enough co- this much conversation about it that we can talk about in an entire podcast full of content is enough to know that it was enough right. side conversation to know that this is a conversation piece in and of itself. Right, right, that's a great. So hold on, I will, I just want to make sure because this will create some level of whoa, 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 tax. When did, when does eBay add tax? That's a thing. I don't know. I don't buy off eBay. I don't. You know, maybe maybe a couple of things over the years. I'm a little upset about this. But by the way, can we, this is all to say that the Hillbilly Gym Bundy, you know, little people match is the third most significant. Memorable. Memorable. That, that, if you show, I, I think the Piper one's a big deal. I do. It's not the Heart Foundation and the Rougeos. It's not the natural Butch Reed. God, we may have to watch this right now. It's not Harley and J, Harley and JYD was memorable, but it's not that. Um, when do you, when do you buy it in a minute? I bought it. I just already bought oh, it. Oh, he bought it. He bought it. He bought the item. He bought you the You want item. me to wait? No, it's done. It's no, I bought done. it. Buy, buy it 100%. If it's uh, done, it's done. You think 17 by 26 is a good size? Just buy it. It won't over. It's already done. It's, it's paid. Done. Buy it. It's all bought. Press buy now. No, no, I already bought. It's done. I it's hit done. pay. I have to pay. I already paid. You paid. You put your address, the whole thing? It's done. It's done. You don't know how eBay works, do you? No. It's all saved. Everything's done. I've paid. I've yeah, paid. But, I just spent uh, a lot of money. It's all gone for this poster. It is what it is. You know, you have to buy things that make you happy at the end. Of, you know, we're in the prime of our lives. We have to, know, we have to buy item things that needed. make us happy. This item is needed. Anyway. Um, so, uh, it's a, it's a fun conversation for what's the next best match. I'm trying to think of what else could be a possibility. Um, brand, it's not the, the, the there's a killer bees Nikolai Volkov Iron Sheik match. No, of course not. Oh, the Dino Bravo. Oh, stop. Okay, exactly. Um, oh, the Canem Connection. Yeah. No. By the way, the Canem Connection match is awesome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, speaking of fun, um, we will talk about Clash of Champions. Um, and I will tell you guys about Monday Night Raw this week, uh, the live experience of Monday Night Raw at Madison Square Garden, which I was very excited about. And um, let's see. You guys, you, you know, I'm very uh, – I tell everyone everything that's going on. I, uh, I really tried to help them push um, to make sure these events looked good and had a great crowd. Because it's a big deal that they came back. Um, and Raw looked fantastic. I don't know if it ended up completely sold, but in the building, it looked completely sold. And I was not at SmackDown, but on TV, SmackDown looked great. Um, they did a huge walk-up on Tuesday to SmackDown. So that was promising. So shout-out to the uh, New York fans. I still I, – I always want us to make a good showing in New York. I, I hate – You feel responsible for it. I do. I, I'm the main – But by the way, that's Mage. You know? Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, me, the, the – 
the dude who runs live events is a buddy of mine. Well, and because of course, you know, we know each other because I'm his guy in New York and my radio stations give away tickets to the shows. Um, so we get, we get to give away tickets. They pay for advertising and I help them, you know, I push along the product. Of course. And obviously it makes sense because I want to go anyway. And you have for, <laughs> this has been going on. This is 15 this, years. Yeah. This, well, 12, like 12 years since I first got here. Um, I've been doing it. That's a long time. And in fact, it started actually at my at WJFK in Maryland. That's when I first got back in wrestling in 2005. Um, real quick, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Vivid Seats, by the way. Shout out to Vivid Seats. Of course, you know Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. This is, uh, listen, if you're trying to get tickets to something major, an event in your town, wrestling, concert, sports, whatever it is, go get the Vivid Seats app in the App Store or Google Play. Just download it. You're automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. Uh, and all Vivid Seats are confirmed. Uh, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by 100% guarantee. So what are you waiting for? You want a night out? You want to do something fun? Get the Vivid Seats app so when you decide to get the tickets, boom, you don't have to waste any time. You're just there. And also while we're at it, I want to give a big shout out to our boy Ariel Helwani. Yet another big week for Ariel's MMA podcast. Uh, Kane Velasquez was on the show with Ariel in studio for a one-on-one amazing interview. Um, plus he talked to Colby Covington, uh, Jorge Masvidal, um, who are of course two of the, I mean, listen, they're both insane for different reasons, but both you need to hear. Uh, so you can find Ariel's MMA show wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to Ariel Helwani. So MSG was pretty good. First of all, let me ask you, you watched it on TV, Dip. How was Raw this week? Let me just say one thing. The, you know, listening to something every week and the, the, the fact that you are always, you know, that Vivid Seats is a sponsor. I will tell you right now, mm-hmm. I am using Vivid Seats. You're, you're using it? Yeah. Because of the podcast. Because obviously I never miss the podcast. I've never missed it in a very long time. You're, you're very loyal. You're a very loyal, man. And I am now using Vivid Seats as a result. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm using it in my, in my life, in my real life. I use Vivid Seats. I've, I've been to it and used it. So, well, you, you know, listen, I wish you were putting money in my pocket. I have bad news for you. You are not. And by the way, this is genuine. So. I believe it. And, uh, but Mickey Mouse appreciates that. We need all the advertising to keep cheap people going alive and well. So yeah, I hope everyone else uses Vivid Seats as, as well. Um, so if you use Vivid Seats or another item, another, uh, method to get tickets to Raw, I think you would have found a very, it just reminded me the New York wrestling crowd is this mix of smarky and fun. Like it's very smarky. But it doesn't have the Philly obnoxiousness level. It's not quite MSG is not turned up as obnoxious, as obnoxious and um, intentionally disagreable as Philly. No offense. Um, Why would I think it's offense? just it's just a because fe- well, you're from there. I know it's I didn't just, invent it though. No, you didn't. It's um, the crowd is smarky, but they're goofy. They laugh at the things that are there for them to laugh let at. Me, let it's me, a great crowd. Let me expect except for a couple of extremely nuclear moments watching television when the crowd is going crazy and you can recognize it people are freaking out that you say nuclear and not nuclear continue okay uh, in other news um <laughs> it uh it doesn't matter what venue it is on television because it doesn't change a thing no that's that's not true it is true no with wrestling uh, do, do you want indoor to... indoor regular stadiums yeah, yeah, yeah do you want to go back and talk? i could be watching and i could watch okay. a cleveland show i could watch an mmsg show so you want to talk about the day that they decided to randomly bring up the NXT roster this year, and they were in uh, – where the hell were they? No, it was the, I'm just was talking about nightmare. That. You're, I know. It was I'm a just, nightmare. I know. If they had – Of course. So real but, quick. So I just went, no, no, no. I want to go back to your point. It doesn't matter. So had they debuted – here's my question. Had they debuted Aleister Black and Ricochet at MSG, do you think it would have been different? All right. It's rare that someone can take a loss this quickly, a sound knockout loss in an argument. But you know that I'm right. If they announced the NXT people at MSG, it would have been like they announced Hulk Hogan. Okay, but I'm talking about just the run-of-the-mill episode. No, in the middle of a match for a regular match, it doesn't generally matter. But those little things matter. The Austin thing was not the best thing. By the way, it, it by felt the way, better in the, the way, I'm going to get killed for this conversation. But let me tell you something. I don't mean pay-per-views. I'm talking about random Raws. But but that was a random raw where they decided to introduce new names and it sucked. I wish I was, it was not forgetting the city that they debuted in. I can't remember. Um, it was so bad though. It was a very yeah. Uh, what market was it? Doesn't matter. But I no, I have to know. I um, oh, look, there's nothing like being in their life. It's the thing I'd like to do most in life. It's a great it's a great time and it was fun. Um, I uh. 
I watched the opening segment with Stone Cold, which I thought was a good segment. Um, you know, you here's got a problem. Well, you got exactly. What here you was here was my number one problem. Okay, I didn't need Michael Cole to say, um, you know, and here he is, WWE legend Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, he does not need. Yeah, I don't know. It, are we at the point where we need the announcers to say who, that this is Stone Cold Steve Austin? Right. Like that. And I enjoyed the segment too. Of course, I'm, I get, I'm nervous throughout the whole thing that he's going to say something that's like, that's going to ruin the kayfabe life for me. I'm, I'm sure, oh, I literally, this is all I think about. I'm honestly like, oh, he shouldn't have said that, that he would have never said that. Oh, but, oh, three years ago, that would have never happened. Like, that's what I, I pinpoint in these legends. It's a really great way to now. enjoy it. Yeah, sure. So, um, them saying, introducing him. Oh, just so you know, people who may be watching for the first time, this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. The most popular wrestler of all time. Audience. <laughs> Just so you know. This is, you know. But they they say, like, legend Hulk Hogan, too. So, you know, as if we don't know that who Hulk Hogan is. Um, no, I agree. That the over... the oh, We just said it earlier. Yeah, it's The crazy. over-talking of it and stuff like that. It's crazy. The over-promoting of Firefly. Coming up, the always scary Firefly... Fi- it's not scary when you say that, man. Just let it pop up. Show that it's coming up. Sure, show an image. I don't need you to tell us that it's always scary. You're removing the fact that it's supposed to be a thing that's taking over the other TV show. What do I think that – I think that Bray Wyatt in character sets up a deal with WWE where he is going to house his show inside theirs? Yeah. No, he's taking over. It's coming out of nowhere. The point it's is that it's random. It's, 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 not, it's not supposed to be part of the show in that way. Yes, this is what living in kayfabe is life is like. I know it's not. Welcome to my life. It's hard. These are the things I stress most about, with good reason. Yeah. Um. So I watched the opening segment, uh, and then I went backstage to the stroll through, um, and caught up with some people, and it was nice. Uh, you know who I saw and had a nice conversation with? Who uh, someone I really like seeing? Uh, Jason Jordan. Oh, I remember him. You remember Jason Jordan? Yeah. I remember him. It was yeah. really, it was nice seeing him. Uh, he, I was, I'm still very bummed out. I still hope there's a chance he somehow gets back in the ring because as everyone knows from the podcast, I was very excited about the heel Jason Jordan storyline. I thought, remember, you, you, by the way, you downplay it completely. It was mage, dude. It was, it was saving Kurt Angle, which was a not going well. Okay. Let me just, re- can I remind the cheap heat audience right now? Rosenberg loves Jason Jordan. I do. Yeah. But, but I, love- I have, I, I, I never I have zero what, feelings about Jason Jordan. But this that's a it's sad. It's a faulty feeling that you have. No, it's just a feeling that you feel very strongly about. You, hold on, do you know that I this is not a classic Rosenberg likes who he knows. I didn't know him until I was marked for him. <laughs> I only met him after I marked out for him. So if I thought he was terrible, but I'm like, oh, I'm gonna avoid seeing that guy. You want to go through the locker room no, with I, people I don't ever talk by to? By the way, that's why I know you're a mark. Because right. that's, that's the this, is, that's this is the right way to feel. Yeah, you know, I have other people. By the way, I'm not hating on – let me tell you something. You know who I, I – listen. When I, I'm passionate about somebody, I'm passionate about them. And you love Jason Jordan. I respect that. I thought that moment well, – I, I think he's great in ring. Yes, he physically reminds me of Shelton Benjamin. Guess what? Apparently, I like protégés of Kurt Angle. Like that – apparently, I do. And it's funny because I'm not even the world's biggest Kurt Angle mark. But I love Shelton Benjamin. I love Jason Jordan. I'm pretty into Chad Gable right now too. I I I like that style. You like Chad Gable? I like what's going on with Chad Gable. You do? I think there's something here. I'm putting Chad. They're they've clearly put some some chips on Chad Gable and Cedric Alexander. Yes, right now, which is cool. That's fine. It's something different. I'm always. I'm. You know, I'm about people getting their shot and getting their break. Always. But um, I so, like him. I like him. I I don't hate on him. He he's he. You know what? You know he 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 promos well. He feels genuine. I was, uh, I was, uh, no, I agree. Um, yeah. And he's amazing in ring. He's just yeah, oh yeah, a he's great, great wrestler. wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Um, I ran into, uh, Bruce Pritchard, um, who, who seems very tired. <laughs> he's working his ass off. He's doing, they're doing well, right? I mean, let me tell you something. No, 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 but he's, he's now there full time, so he's got to do the I know, I podcast know. and then travel all week. The writing last, he's there constantly. Right. Um, yeah, but I love that guy. I really do love Bruce. I gotta tell you. I'm, I am a big, he is someone who because of his podcast, I, I, I don't even remember what I felt about Bruce Pritchard prior to his podcast, except for that he was brother love. And that was all I thought about that. 
And now his personality as a person is just one of my favorite. By the way, the, fa- the fact that I semi know Brother Love. Let me tell you something about that Brother Love segment. Mm-hmm. That is one of the all time great things in wrestling. I got to tell you, I, I like when that used to come on back in my very early days. I was so confused by Brother Love. Like, I, I, th- I was, like, really entranced in the Brother Love show. Like, confused by it. Yes. I was, like, when I was five years old and I was watching wrestling and, like, I saw the Brother Love show, I was, like, this is, re- like, something, this is a big deal. I was, like, something crazy storyline-wise. At five years old, I was, like, something crazy storyline-wise is going to occur here. Hold on. You're telling me at a five as a five-year-old, you had the thought. I was, like, Brother Love crazy, is mage. And you thought... <laughs> Something crazy from a storyline standpoint is about to occur here? Yes. I was like, something is going to happen. I don't want to say storyline update, but like storyline thing. But No, you I, felt an intrinsic feeling of like, ooh, something's happening here. Yes, I did. Right. Like, what the what what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Brother Love is one of the great late 80s, early, very early 90s, 1990, and maybe a part 89? of 91. It was 88, 89, 90. Got it. Oh, because, yeah, he came out at WrestleMania... With Robert, with Morton down. I think it was late 88, 89, 90. Maybe up, like a little bit of 91, but maybe not. Anyway. Um, we're going off on these tangents, I, sir. I, the tree of tangents. That's what I like. I like this. This is what I like about the Friday night episode. Friday night is just a conversation. We're sitting around. We're, yeah. we're sipping a couple Steve Weisers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a Friday night. We had a delightful meal. Tremendous waiter. Dip wanted to have our waiter be a guest on the podcast. I was dying to invite him back to be the, the, the third He was guest. very entertaining as a waiter. Yeah. He really was. But he forgot our meatballs. He forgot the baked meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. But you let it live. You didn't. I did. Let me tell you. I let that go tonight. Yeah. Good for you. I let go of the forgot the meatballs. Dude, by the way. You, I can't can, believe Can it. I get some... Yeah, no, you know what? For that? that was very chill of you. You should feel good about that. Yeah. You know, you didn't freak out. I simply said, I said, oh, I forgot the meatballs. And Dip was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to get the meatballs? And I said, I honestly, I'm fine. And you went, all right. It was very impressive. That was the first time I've ever done that. Have you, yeah, life. I was going to say, have you, because normally. I think I've you, turned the corner. Even if, <laughs> even if you were stuffed normally. Thank you. You're flagging the guy down. Get, oh, get, 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 get the meatballs. Of course. On the principle of how could you forget the meatballs. Yes. Even if you don't want the meatballs. You have to ignore And now you have forgot to, it. And now you, so it's worth it to pay for the meatballs you don't want, just so he knows he got it wrong. Yes, that would be the normal logic. Yes, but instead, yes. you let it go. I let it go. Good for you. You really are turning a corner. I am. That's really, really good. Yeah, it took it took Rosenberg to get that out of me. No, no. I, I. Yeah. But I think we. I think we got somewhere today. We did. So uh, raw in general. How was raw in general? I got to tell you, I'm not in a terrible place right now with the show. Me neither. So. Um, I uh I'm seeing slow improvements watch, watch every week. Along. It'll it'll change where you are. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree. Raw's Raw and SmackDown have both been good. Um, no, I don't, stop don't say good. Okay. No, they ha- They're acceptable. Good. They're acceptable. Some have been good. Some have been good. Some have been acceptable. It's all about the funhouse. But none have been none have been it hasn't been awful in a while. No. In a little while. Well, I don't say a while, but I don't know, like 5 weeks. This week I mean, wasn't great, frankly. But but really, the, was this week not great cuz it was hard to tell. It wasn't. So um, but I'm, I'm not in a bad place right now. I'm in a fine place. I'm in the, I'm in the best place I've been in a long time. Um, I agree. I don't know when the last time I was this sort of week to week kind of engaged with the product. Um, how was Firefly Funhouse though? Cause I didn't see it. I loved it. It was fantastic. Was it extra long? So they're talking about, um, they're talking about, um, this, uh, that Bray Wyatt hit a clock and the clock said 11.19 when he hit it. And, um, right. Everyone's saying that that was the day that The Undertaker debuted mm-hmm. on Superstars. Mm hmm. Uh, November 19th, Three days before Survivor Series, yes. So, no, a day after. A day at, no. He debuted at Survivor, because his TV debut was Survivor Series, right? This was the day he recorded at Superstars, I think. Oh, okay. So people are saying that it's, you know, Some part of it. it. So uh, that, that he's calling out the Undertaker. If that's the case, mm-hmm. that's great. That's awesome. You're for that? Yes. Now I have a question. Yeah, I love that. Come on. It's something. It's, no, no, it's something. intriguing. I'm, I'm clicking on that article, uh, you know, to say, oh, well, let me see more about that. Right. 
on the dirt. You know what I mean? Now, now, could they, could, could Undertaker and Bray have a good match? Whatever. Who cares? Good point. Let them be in the, let them play mind games with each other for a, dude, if they had that, WrestleMania this year and it was Undertaker versus the Fiend Fiend at WrestleMania, that, in my opinion, is a major, major match. Asses in seats, two kind of, you know, similar gimmicks, whatever. Similar and by the ideas. way, you don't even have to have a straightforward match. You could do things blowing up. You could do all kinds yeah. of crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, do like, mind do a mind games thing where they're all playing tricks on each other. I mean, that's dude. You, you know, want to? It's a great point. They they should they should lean in to Undertaker Fiend. Oh, and by yeah. the way, it could be the last great thing the Undertaker ever does. And at this point, here's the deal. At this point, they've done so much extra fakakta stuff with the Undertaker. He's been around doing so much stuff that guess what? They have to have another real goodbye. The last goodbye wasn't it. He's he needs still he needs a genuine storyline. He needs a and genuine this is the story one, obviously. Right. It, it it reeks of Undertaker. And, and 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 come on now, he got an extra couple of years out of this. How much more is he going? It has to be nearing the end. It is. Has to. Be. It is. It is. So don't just fade him out in some weird John Cena show up and do nothing at WrestleMania thing that they're doing. Have a meaningful storyline to end this whole thing. And and who would be better than the Fiend? Absolutely agree. I couldn't agree more. You know how I feel about the gimmick, this type of stuff. That's exactly what I want to see. Exactly. If, if the reason I'm tuning into Raw is to see like what the Undertaker and the Fiend are exchanging, that's enough for me to watch the show and, and be can, excited to watch it. And boy, it's, it's such a great point. It can get you to focus on things related to the Undertaker outside of the ring. It, oh God. Some great Undertaker vignettes against the Fiend. Right. Oh my the, God. They can all be pre-produced. He doesn't have to do anything that often live. How mage would that be, dude? It's sitting right here. It's sitting. Undertaker's around. He's working. The guy does pay-per-views. It's not like he, he. How many times have you seen Undertaker this year? A lot. He's working a lot. I love it. I love it every single time. I don't care what he looks like. If he, if you wheeled him out in a wheelchair, I would say fantastic. Here he is. Right. I love him. I, I, I love. Seeing him, I don't care what shape he's in. I don't care what his matches look like. It, you know how I feel about this. I'm the, on the Goldberg Undertaker thing. We've talked, we talked about this on the last time. Like, I don't, it's all good. It's all good. Ha- you need a great match. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me just see the two of these guys come out and, you know. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm sorry. And have a great time. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I, I, I think. My only thing is this, and obviously you've heard me be critical before about Undertaker's match with Goldberg and about Undertaker's matches. I do agree with you. Ultimately, that's the main point. As I guess they don't hurt each other, I, then I, I, I get, we're good well, to they, go. But they, but they sort of. I know, I know. By the way, right. I so I, I pop for the music. I pop for the entrance. I pop to see him. It's you're right. It's all good. But if you can think of something to make it extra mage, especially because he doesn't have that much time left, just to look at it like that, do something mage. It's sitting right here for you. The Fiend is sitting. This is it. And and they've been taking so long with The Fiend. Uh, what does The Fiend have this weekend? We're going to get to our Clash of Champions. Or is he not? He's he's awaiting the winner of a match, right? It's The pay-per-view is going to end where, in my opinion, Seth Rollins wins and in, you know, in some capacity. And the pay-per-view will end with the lights going out on Seth when he wins. And Bray appearing at the end of the pay-per-view and giving him the mandible claw. And that's how the pay-per-view is going to end tomorrow. That's my prediction. Um, on Sunday. That's my prediction. So, um, what I wish that it didn't, and there was something even more inventive and interesting that they did, wherein, you know, he costs Bray the match and then it ends up being him and Bray, like, whatever, like, or... Even Bray costs Seth. Yes, Bray costs Seth the match or Bray costs Braun the match, and they have a little thing. Whatever it is, I wish I would they love, would do I would some. love for Bray to beat Braun. By the way, the main event should be Braun and Bray. That would be... I don't want to see Seth and Bray. I don't I don't need to see you Seth. You mean Seth and Braun? No. I don't, definitely don't need to see that. But I also don't need to see Seth and Bray. I'd rather see Braun and Bray. Definitely. Yeah, me too. It would actually be the most compelling Braun story there's been. Yes. It would give Braun a real story. Is he or isn't he? Is he getting lured back in? Is he not... So, sorry guys, the twenty four seven championship is not as mage as it once was. It was never as mage as some of you thought it was, SGJ. But once you make a title, they had Ennis Cantor beat 
I was there for that. I didn't even notice it's what he did. He just pushed him in the face and then pinned him. Yeah, pushed him. He she, he mushed him. <laughs> He's a professional wrestler. He's dating Dana Brooke, right? I think so. He's always with her. I assume they're dating. But our truth got it back. Don't worry. Our truth and Ennis Cantor from the Celtics, formerly of the Knicks. I'm glad he got it back though, because for, for can I explain something to everyone? Yes, it's fun. I I don't want to be a party pooper. To your point, some things just be fun. You don't need to analyze everything. But a title, you know, love our truth. Does some good stuff. Well, let me not say love because that's too strong. I like our truth. He does some cool stuff. When I say 24-7 championship, who do you picture? Our truth. That's a problem. <laughs> that's, if that's the face of a title is our truth, that, that's just what, that, that's what the, that's the highest level the title's really ever gonna be. Is our truth. Unless they decide to do something really interesting at some point. But when they, they made it the Joe Bear title. Yeah, it's the Joe Bear title. It He's is. the Joe Bear champion. Um, let me point out one more thing just about the, uh, the, I'm the, sure it pops on house shows big though, by the way. Fine. The, um, the Braun Seth match. Here's the big mistake they made with this storyline. First of all, there is no storyline. Second of all, right. The, the, what they, the biggest mistake they made was not making the fact like they were a team and like they were trying to coexist. Like they could have done some really cool stuff with the fact that like they were trying to stay a team. I mean, maybe that is the gimmick, but like it's such a weak version of that. It's a very weak version. Like it's so weak. They didn't go anywhere with it. They didn't take it anywhere. No, it's just like Seth's like, that's why I don't love babyface Seth, guys. Cause babyface Seth is just like, I'm just a good dude, bruh. Like, yeah, that's, 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 it is. That's exactly I'm what it is. I'm a good dude, bruh. I'm down with everyone, man. Burn it down. I'm Seth freaking Rollins, bruh. That's really what the whole thing is. That's the gimmick, yeah. It's hard. I don't, by the a way. Good babyface is hard. He's gonna be babyface for a long time. I don't think they'll turn it into that way. soon. Yeah, he's, he's, the guy. He's the guy. So it's obviously working and some people like it. And I think he does a fine job at it. I just enjoy him as a heel a bit more. It's interesting though because I he does have babyface qualities as well. Is this the actual Firefly Funhouse now? Yeah. We're Ooh. watching the show, by the way, you guys. It's on in the background. On mute. No, this, this is actually kind of creepy. By the way, you know what? It makes sense that WWE can get creepy stuff good. It makes sense that the kind of writers that a WWE can get creepy stuff down really well and struggle more with like good comedy or drama. It makes sense. And by the way, I love horror. So uh, that, that's not a knock. Well, horror people are wrestling people. Wrestling people are horror people. Exactly. Except me. But yeah, but the, but a lot of people are. So like the idea that you'd have people who can uh, do horror stuff in this world really makes sense. And, they, and it's, you know, they've managed to keep his creepy to some extent. They're, yeah, they're keeping it. I am so all about this. I, I am so happy about this. You can't even imagine. This is the greatest thing I've seen in years. What is it that you like so much about it? I like that it is something in different. It's different and it's, it's a storyline. This is, this is a storyline. This is a real character Let's, that is interesting. Every, it's so over. I mean, it's insane. 
let me tell you, so I have not been to an event where they did a Firefly Funhouse yet, but I like I. It looks from the crowd that they are just no one is talking. Everyone, oh, yeah, yeah. They're is watching. listening They're watching. and watching. Yep, there's no talkers during this at a live event, and that's kind of when you know everyone is engaged in this. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it. I'm pulling up Clash of Champions. Don't make a face at me. I'm listening to you. I want to get the. I want to ask you a question based on what you just said. Um, every- Clash of Champions is his like. This is going to be the first big event where he makes an impact. Well, he had a big one at the last at SummerSlam. Mm, you're embarrassing is, yourself. You're embarrassing main, yourself. No, I'm not. This is going to be. I'm talking about. In, <laughs> this is going to be main event. This will be in the main event picture. Now, what, what will be? He's. He, oh, he him. will be. Yeah. What did he show up for last time? Oh yeah, it wasn't. It was uh, for Finn. Yeah. Oh, he had a match with Finn. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you took me seriously when I said you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Sorry, that's a Michael K. Is right. I'm doing the opposite. Day. He says it every single day. Um, all right. So it's real a terrible quick, thing to say to someone. You're embarrassing yourself. You know, he goes worse. K goes. If I make an opinion that he disagrees with, he goes, "Stop yourself. You're embarrassing yourself and your entire family all the time." You're, you're embarrassing your family. Your I mean, family. it's a very effective thing to say. That's, well, he doesn't. I, he knows. I, it's, it's, I know that he's joking, I think. Um, so I'll name the match. We say if there's a story or not. We're not going to spend time, a ton of time on all these. Bailey and Charlotte Flair. No story. I mean, yeah, there is, by the way, there's stories for all these, but if we're talking about are they good or, or are they major repug? Um, repug. It's repug, yes. Seth and Braun versus Rude and Ziggler. Beyond repug. Beyond Seth versus Braun. Repug. Um, now, Brian Mann, who I was at Raw with the other day, uh, he says he's just a real big mark for the tag champions facing each other, no matter what. Which I, I, I agree, but that's the whole point. They didn't take it that, they didn't, they didn't take it enough. far enough. They didn't, I, I hear you. Kofi versus Randy. Repug. Story of Jace. Repug. There's no worse story. This is, are you kidding? This is the worst. This is, the killing, this is killing Kofi. You think it's killing Kofi? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I've said it before, I'll say it again. The idea, and I told Kofi this when I saw him, uh, at Hot the other day. Just saying Kofi's stupid is, is stupid. It's, this is the, the Rand, this Randy Orton idea was the worst idea of all. I mean, this is the worst Kofi idea you could have. Keep Kofi Mage. What are you doing? You know, I mean, I, I respect Randy Orton, but this is not it. This is what? This is the boring, this is nothing going on. And you know, I had this, I They're had, insulting each other. Ooh, ooh. I had suggestions. I mean, what is this? I had suggestions, and my suggestion was mage. I stand by that. The whole Randy Orton trying to creep his way into his family, and, and acting really nice around his family, cause his kids love Randy Orton. And when he sees him, he's like, hey guys, and shows them so much love, but then when he walks away, looks at Kofi, and is like, hmm. <laughs> And like is trying to replace Kofi as the father of the family. Do something creepy. I love that. I love that. I love that. I know. Did you say that? Did I miss that? Uh, Yeah, you might have missed it. Mr. Loyal, where were you? It was a fantastic episode. No, no, but I mentioned it quickly once. But I really feel that him, because I think, I think Kofi once told me that his son loves Randy. And so that idea popped in my head. How did they not think of that? They, they listen to the podcast, take the idea, do something better than just stupid. It doesn't, why is Kofi stupid? Because he's brave? Because he fights for his friends? It's, it, I, the, it, it makes me sick to even say that the story is the him calling him stupid, but that's the story. So, yeah, repug. Keep going. Uh, Drew Gulak and um, mm-hmm. other people I don't know. I don't know. Um, the New Day uh, versus The Revival. That part of the story I don't mind. That part's fine to me. Because, the, well, no, no, listen, you may not like what they're doing with the Randy part of it, but I like that the Revival have been with Randy and they're up against... It may, it's it's easy. It's not... This isn't rocket science. It Guess why I don't like that the Revival's with Randy? Because it makes no sense that they're together? Yes. We don't know why. Can you give me a reason? Nope. If you gave me a reason... I don't know. I'm good to. I'm good with I it. I can't. I don't have give one. me one reason. I can't. Thank I don't you. Have one. It's terrible. Keep going. Shinsuke and The Miz. I'm not hating on the Intercontinental picture right now. Me neither. But you know how I feel about people, even though it's like Macho did this back in our... You know the golden era um, went from like intercontinental to heavyweight to intercontinental again. You Ma- can't do that anymore. Macho now- didn't do that nearly as much as they do it today. He did it like three times. People like Jericho and the Miz have done it a thousand times. Right. So that's why I'm like, I'm not hating on the division, but like Shinsuke is not Shinsuke intercontinental. Shinsuke and Miz is cool. Like I- I'm not mad at seeing them together. Miz, it's for, in my opinion, and you know how I feel about Miz. I'm a fan. Miz is intercontinental. Shinsuke is heavyweight. Well, they, right now. they've decided that's not the case. I a know. long time ago. I know. I know that. All right. I think you'll agree there's a story here. Somewhat. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. 
Keep going. Story of Jace? I'm not going to do the Sasha thing again. Did you already do it? Yeah. On on here? Yeah. On the phone? No, you told everyone a couple last time. <laughs> I, I did? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, Roman versus Rowan. That's a story. You can't argue it. It's a story. I'm into it. And I'm, I love the place that Roman Reigns is in right now. This is this place right here. Right. Not number one. A minus. Num- right. B plus, A minus. Yes. B plus, A minus. I would say A minus. Okay. Because it's in, it's, it's part of the Daniel thing. Bryan thing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's A minus. Yep. So this is the perfect spot. Do not move him out of this spot. Even though we know that they, they, they <laughs> right. will. They will, but this is the spot. This is the perfect sweet spot for Roman. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Great point. Uh, Bliss Cross versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And no, they don't say Bliss Cross yet. I don't know why. Um, I don't, I don't care or like it at all. I mean, nope, me neither. Um, yeah, that story. What is that story? Nothing, it's nothing. AJ versus Cedric will be a great wrestling match. Story? Not really. Story AJ's? What, 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 say that again? AJ versus Cedric. For the U.S. Championship. Goodbye. Don't care at all. Ridiculous. Great wrestling. It'll be great. Sure. Great. No story. Great. Don't care because there's no story. We could watch that on a Raw. More likely, we're going to an indie show with 13 matches of people we never heard of and see a great wrestling match. Yeah. So Becky versus Sasha, you don't think there's a story? Or you do? Um, You don't have to like everything about Sasha. No, I think that Sasha should have attacked Lacey Evans or something and been in the Lacey Evans conversation right now. Why? Because I don't think she needed to all of a sudden challenge. Yeah, it was too fast, of course. Like I, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, why not the, the Natty, not Lacey? Why not just have it turn into Natty pay-per-view match? Okay. Yeah. Like they could have played out the Natty story where they get a pay-per-view match, blah, blah. Then Becky comes into the picture at some point. Totally. Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. You know what? My, my, my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Are you keep going? Is the card done? That's it. Okay. My favorite thing in wrestling right now. Let me tell you something genuine and bold that occurred. And wow. Is, well, you are. So, ge- when I think of you, I think genuine and bold. I know you do. My favorite thing in wrestling right now is Luke Gallows face paint. Re- you love it. Yep. You love the taste I, of Japan. You I love, love it. Love I it. love it. It's like Warlord, but forgetting that, they don't make mention of it. They don't talk about it. So it's like, it, it just happened. They never made mention. He's wearing face paint. It's old school. It's very old school. It feels so much like the dude that he is. Uh, a, a dude who's in Japan he, always. He just made and in Japan, decision. In Japan, he's the big dude. It's like, oh, you know, like, you know, that's Carl. He, there's no doubt Luke Gallows is a big dude in Japan, right? When he goes over, there's a big ass American wrestler and it has that flavor to it that he, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's they, cool. they, they don't like mention of it and it's kind of different every week. I think he's doing something different every week. Like, he's like, he's like, it's, you know. He's a real wrestler. It's Warlord of Jays. He's like a real wrestler. Right. He's like I, a real, I love him. I love him. By the way. In I, real I, life, the, the, I mean, you've met them before. I have, I have many, many a few times. And I want to tell him I feel this way. I don't know how to help you do that. I know. We will. We'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get the word to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'll tweet about this. I want him to know. You want, <laughs> are you going to cry? Debrisine <laughs> almost just cried on the podcast when he said, I want him to know. Well, that may be a drop forever. I want him to know. You really do. <laughs> it's true. I feel this way. Um, and by the way, Carl Anderson, he could throw some on there too. Oh, you wouldn't be mad at that? No, not at all. If he had, but by the way, I'm told, I, I like 50% agree with what I just said. Because the, by that, by the way, him just having it, just Gallows having it is dope. Um, and that was his thing. So, um, are you excited for the pay per view or no? Yeah, sure. Yeah, excited, Jace. Yeah, I'm not watching it live. I have stuff. You're have traveling. Things. I have things and stuff. You're flying. I'm telling everyone right now, you're flying 100%. You'll be flying in the air. Yeah. You're leaving at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Yeah. But you'll, you'll miss the, you're gonna miss the raw kickoff show without, I mean the pay-per-view kickoff show without Peter Rosenberg. They still run them, apparently. I don't watch those anymore. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, are you watching Stone Cold Show at all? There's a commercial coming Yeah, I've seen every episode. <laughs> Have you watched I, every yeah, one? Yeah, because you know why? I'm, uh. You're a Mark? You're the world's biggest Mark? <laughs> no, because, no, by the way, you And by think, the way, the TV and. By the way, he's too your, soft on the show. I, by the way, I like the show a lot, but he's very soft on the show. He's like, too nice. Yeah. He's too nice. Like, I need him to just insult people a little bit. I, I would, I, that's a note that I would give them. In too, like, it's, it would be so easy for them to do that. 
I'm only watching it because I record three and a half hours of Raw rather than three because so it used to run over like seven, eight minutes. No, I agree with you though. He could, if he had a moment every once in a while where he kind of scared people and made it like he, they were a little unsure that he might whoop their ass. Yeah. He's like, I'm just messing with your man. Yeah. That would be fun. But by the way, even as like a gimmick. Like, right. Like, like yeah. he always does it. Yeah. Like he's like, what did you say? And they're like, no, no, I was just saying that. Right. He's like, I don't understand. You think I'm redneck or something? That's like, the, by the way, this show's really fun and good and entertaining. That's the only thing it's missing. Right. Is a little, is like one hint of edge. What about the episode when he's with the guy from, um, the show where they trick people and stuff that people like? It's on 24 hours a day. Oh, pumped. No, no, not pumped. (laughs) That show's not on anymore. Yep, it was punked. It was it was when he was all with Ashton Kutcher. No, it's what I thought you meant. It was uh, he was with uh, with Dax. No, um, the show where they it's, if I flip the channels, it'll be on right now. The guys who they do stuff ridiculousness. And, <laughs> it's not on MTV. Oh. It's not on MTV. Oh, it's a, it's more popular. The guys they they the guys are doing things. Did you see the episode or not where he's driving with the guy and they drive into the water and the car turns into a boat? Yeah. Did your head almost explode? <laughs> I, I know. I've like gone down the rabbit hole on that stuff before. I've I, seen my before. head almost exploded. What, what's the name of the show that the guy's from? I, I don't know, dude. Dude, it's a – come on, man. Dude. Dude, it's the only thing on True TV. I don't know. I don't watch – I don't. I don't know. It's the only show on True TV and it's frustrating me that you're saying this. And I'm mad at myself. That's why I'm really. T- I mean, you know what? I'm taking it on you. Oh, I'm you mad. Really at are, my- by the, by the it, way, I feel very like under attack. Yeah. You're getting bullied 100. percent Yeah, I'm getting bullied. Impractical jokers. Oh yeah, I don't watch it. Me neither. But still, sorry about that. All right. Um. Yeah. My my, my head almost exploded when Steve Austin drove a car into water and it turned into a boat. It was it was pretty crazy. Um. I wanted to set, tell everyone. I haven't mentioned this. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but these. Oh, the all I'll say is this. If you're a wrestling fan, the early scene with Al Pacino is literally like a booking meeting. The conversation Al Pacino's having with Leonardo DiCaprio about how his character needs to be booked if he's gonna be, basically if he's gonna be over in the territory. If you're gonna be over anywhere, you gotta stop doing jobs to everyone is basically what the whole speech is. There's an entire scene in the movie that is Al Pacino telling Leonardo DiCaprio, stop doing jobs for every jobber. They should literally, they should, they should play the Al Pacino conversation with Leonardo DiCaprio to Drew McIntyre, to the people writing for Drew McIntyre. That is what I was trying to say to Drew a couple of weeks ago. They, they, you can't have people who, who have legit opportunity to be badasses lose all the time. They can lose. Of course they can lose. They can lose in the middle of the ring. You just can't lose all the time. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a badass lose right in the middle of the ring clean one, two, three every once in a while. Than regularly lose in fluky ways. It, I, it just you can't do it all. I, I agree with you 100. percent I will also comment uh, just not to change the subject. By the way, stupid close to this this Ross. By the way, yeah, definitely. The Viking Raiders are such a good addition to a Survivor Series match. Oh yeah, it's it's like we're back in 1988. Yeah, they're the they're the Survivor Series team tag team of the do, century. Do you love that when I see them now, as a result of the whole thing? With me saying their name had to change and everyone attacking me and it becoming a thing. Yeah. That I now have just like this inherent camaraderie with them. Every time I've ever seen them. I, I saw them the other day. I haven't seen them in six months. A long time. Yeah. And whenever I see them now, we have the nicest, friendliest relationship. All because of me thinking they were one person. <laughs> so funny. No, no. Or, or more so, I think, because I said they were going to have to change their name. Yeah, no. I know. Now, I didn't predict they'd have to change their name six times. I thought it would change once. I didn't know it'd be the. They, by the way, I am. They are so over in wait, my they, eyes. Wait, wait, what was the order? They're so over for me. The the they were the war machine. They were war machine. War machine. Then war raiders. Then war raiders. Then Viking raiders. Viking experience. No, aren't they? What are they now? Viking raiders. Yeah. Yeah, they were Viking experience. They were a ride, and now they're Vi- they Vi- were Viking raiders, and now they're Viking raiders. Yeah. The yeah, right. We've settled in on their fourth name. Yeah. They're mage. The nice dudes and really good. Yeah, I'm a really But I just don't fan. like the 10-man tag match here at the 10 the night. No, I don't either. I like it at the Survivor Series. I don't like it here, obviously. Yeah, and also it's like, do you think it, it's September? Do you think they even mentioned Survivor Series during this match? No, they didn't. 
I, like, I watched that's the it. kind of thing where I'd like that you show some respect to Survivor Series as a pay-per-view and a concept, and you go, little taste of what we're going to get come the end of November. They, but know? they don't – every single thing they say is scripted word for word. So, you know. Not every word. I know. Um, but anyways, uh, that we, uh, this this Sunday of Clash Champions, I – I actually don't even think I finished SmackDown this week. Is that bad? By the way, I still haven't seen... Did you watch NXT UK? Yet? Did you watch the pay-per-view that everyone's I watched, raving about? Um, yeah, I did. I watched it. I watched, I, I watched like 60 to 70% of it, I would say. By the way, speaking of which, is Rhea Ripley full on NXT now? I think so, yeah. She was as of last week. I know she was on this past week. Yeah, she premiered, yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. I, gotta it was go, awesome. I, I watched it. I got to watch it. You know what? We should watch that. Right. Yeah, okay, I'll watch that. Yeah. Rhea is going to be, from the first time I saw her, uh, a year ago when I went to the Mae Young, she's just, she came out and I was like, well, that is your future women's champion. There's just no doubt about she's it. She's awesome. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. She is I think so, they're moving around Tony Storm too. Tony Storm's mage. They're moving her around. I, I, there's a lot of people between, between Pete Dunne, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Walter, Walter. There are some NXT UK has some people that are going to be important. Oh yeah, I, I, I really hope they. Some of them need to move now. By the way, Pete Dunne is ready anytime. Pete Dunne could happen anytime. I'm ready for Pete Dunne. You know how I feel about Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne to me should be a guy. Do you, you agree? One day he should be in the world championship picture. Absolutely, he I'm, should be competing for the world championship. I'm a huge fan. His look yeah. is so unique. He's, He's an best. incredible wrestler. Did you ever hear when he was on Cheap Eat at Mania this past year? Yeah. You sure? Be honest. Yeah. It's Mania Weekend. You yeah. sure? Yeah. He was such a mage dude. He's such a, he, I, I, I he, you're right. He's, his, it's his look from the second you see him, you go, I'm interested in this guy. Oh yeah. I'm curious to what this guy's about. Yeah. He's like a, he's like looks how he wrestles, you know? Um, <laughs> well, this has been an interesting episode. We've been all over the place. Yeah, we have. I've enjoyed it though. Me too. Um, thank you so much. No, 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 please. Thank and, you for and you know me. what? I gotta read a couple things in the mailbag though, because we didn't do anything. There's no black power rankings. Alright. Greg, Greg and our schedule, my schedule couldn't work this week. And, um, I feel bad. We had a nice, uh, Dipperstein email a couple, couple weeks ago. Alright, there's always Dipperstein emails. People rave about you. Thanks. Someone sent me a Wednesday night war t-shirt. Thanks, Matthew. That's cool, by the way. I like that people are making that. Oh, sure. Uh, Brian writes us, salutations, sweet Pete and Statanka. He called, he made it, he, he, that's a reach. He turned stack guy into Tatanka, I believe. Statanka. I don't know if it works. Uh, it, by the way, it works. Okay, it works. <laughs> yeah. A couple takeaways from Raw. I was in attendance and Statanka. really, and really, and really would have loved to see the best part of WWE, the fiend. When Bray hit the clock and the time changed to 11.19, I thought that was a hint for us to stay after Raw goes off the air. And when the rattlesnake was closing out the show, uh, I thought we were going to get fiend a fiend stone cold run in. Would have been lit. What I else didn't even think could, about that. What else could 11.19 mean? Uh, mean then 11.19 was Dead Man's debut in 1990. 11.19 is also a Tuesday this year. We'll see if anything comes of it, I guess. The the King of the Ring triple threat match was fire. The crowd was hot all night. But I didn't expect NY popping like that for Corbin. Thank you for reminding me. I was telling Dipperstein this off the air and forgot about it on the podcast. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that, Brian, because it's such a smarky crowd, and they loved Corbin. Um, I mean, he is New York's favorite son, but it was the perfect venue for him to go over. NY is and always will be a heel town. And one thing, I have a real big problem with WWE lately. Sasha Banks has one of the best songs in the biz, and they always cut her music short to play Bailey's Cornball theme. Sasha's song is built for pops. Um, maybe it's just me though. Being that Sasha, a uh, Sasha fanboy there, being the biggest Sasha fanboy there is, you may have noticed me sitting there. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, listen. Um, real quick. Bailey's music is not heel music. It doesn't make sense to play. It's made for By children. By the way, if it was heel music and they used it as heel yeah, music, but they're not there yet. Or they, yeah. But if they did like a version of it and like, like, you know what they should do? What would be so good if the, um, you know, the the the, the blow things that come and she up, stab them, or no, if they were like all all black, yeah, or like, or like they'd have to do something to them, or yeah. But I I just love the idea that now if you were going to do a thing where you play Bailey's music. And when it comes out all happy and then she runs up to the little kids and like does little crying eyes in their face and is like thumbs down. They won't do that anymore. They need to just, no. They need so, to just full blown turn her into a different person. So if, if, 
until they do that, I don't want to really hear her music. I think Sasha's music is, but hey, there's a way to make it work. Um, um, hold on, going back to um, what was the first thing he mentioned? Oh, he the Baron Corbin of it all, and you were saying he was over at, at the Garden. So he, um, w- what does he look like as a as a face, as a baby face? Like, wh- how do they turn that? How Who? do they do? That's a really interesting Who, thing. Baron, yeah. How do they? How would they ever turn him face? One day they will. What does that look like? I have no idea. He could be, but like him as a baby face, like is interesting to me. I, 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 I think some of you guys. Um, just hear me out. I think some of you guys were wrong about Baron. And as and as I said, he uh, he has his moves. I don't. I mean, I know. I know he kind of stole it from Abyss. End of Days is major. You love End of Days. Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. Love it. I think it looks effective. I think it looks like such a legitimate move that knocks you out. I don't know why. I just think it looks like something's happening there. Like yeah. it's a real thing. You know, like someone's getting picked up and swung to the ground. And he does a lot of stuff like that. What's his secondary move called again? I don't know. I don't remember. I have to look it up. But you know, I'm not a fan. But I, I, I could be with some tweaks. You see some potential. Yes. Some potential. Yes. Um, championships and accomplishments. I thought they had move set, like moves listed with people too. No, you have to look at uh, the video game for that. Even in professional wrestling career. <laughs> yes. I'm upset that I'm forgetting it. I feel like it's a stat SGG would remember. By the way, the game comes out next month. The new yeah. game. The last year's game was so mage that this year's game must be. I mean, what are they going to do next? I don't. You can gonna, live a whole wrestling they'll, life. They'll in this be. Game. In, they'll be in your house. Um. This is. Uh, I can't find it. And it's sad. All right. So back to the mailbag. Um. Michael writes us and says, Peter SGG, first time, long time. This King of, King of the Ring tournament's been absolute garbage. Has it really all been for two purposes, to put over Corbin and to get the spotlight on Shane KO yet again? Haven't we had enough of Shane KO? They've turned KO into such a wimp and made me not want to watch him at all anymore. He should have given Shane either the literal or figurative middle finger on SmackDown. Instead, he gets beat up yet again after groveling to the boss who is mistreating him and then fired. Hated it. And now to Corbin. I hate the idea of a triple threat in a tournament. It spits in the face of the very idea that a tournament represents. Couldn't they have done another one-on-one with Joe and Ricochet earlier in the evening on Raw with the winner facing Corbin later? Yeah, I, I thought that thought so too. It actually would have created heat if Corbin interfered in the match, beating up Ricochet and thus getting Joe disqualified. Then he could have defeated Ricochet due to injuries sustained in the earlier beatdown. Literally anything my 11-year-old could have written would have been better than what they came up with. Sorry for the long rant. I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Take it easy, man, and enjoy yourself. Mike from Randolph, New Jersey. Listen, I hear you. The look of triple threat in a in a tournament bothered me too. Um, and what do you think about Shane being back in in the picture? I love I love it. You know how I feel. I'm good. Look, Shane is good to me. I'm 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 there. You're giving Shane the same Undertaker treatment. You just no. want him around? No. Um, I'm giving him the Undertaker treatment of Jace. Yes. Nothing. I don't. I don't hate on Shane McMahon. He's a genuine and puts on a good show. Well, there are many people who disagree with you. I, I know that. I like Shane. Um, I don't know if I like this use of Shane. Um, I have Shane not- putting himself over too much as his gimmick is fine with me. That's right. No, I guess so. I mean, that that makes sense as a gimmick. Well, someone sent me another wrestling movie that I didn't know about. This is not a this is not a wrestling movie. Paradise Alley. The Carboni brothers, Con Man Cosmo, Sylvester Stallone, disabled war veteran Lenny, and dim witted Victor are determined to leave the slums of New York City. Their best escape route is the muscle bound Victor, whom manip- manipulative Cosmo convinces to become a professional wrestler. <laughs> wow, I have to watch this movie. Thank you, dude. Um, shout out, shout out to James. Appreciate that email. Now, um, we did get a, a real heelish, um, email. And that would be, oh, my heel turn is here. Dear Pepe Rosenbum and Gregolius one. 
I'm a big fan of the show and I have thought about The Fiend, not Morris, that I've been trying to email in, but I notice you haven't read a lot of mail lately. You've done a lot of chat about old wrestling and you've done a lot of wrestling interviews, but I want you to know that the part of the show I look forward to the most is when you break down Raw and SmackDown and tell us how you feel, for better or for worse. And I love when you answer our mail. Sorry, I mean my mail. Please stop interviewing wrestlers. If I wanted to listen to wrestling interviews, I would watch boring reruns on the WWE Network. I'm here because of the shoot era. I'm here so you can tell me your thoughts each and every week on the current product. And if they aren't good, the trash, then trash the product. That's what I pay my hard-earned money to listen to. Sincerely, The Fiend Zach Roman. <laughs> and then he said a follow-up that said, read me, you twits. <laughs> he really derailed there. Hey, Peter and Greg, love the show. Sorry I called you a twit. Really trying to get, get you to read this on the air. I had a great idea about The Fiend, not Morris. Why don't they let Bray out of the funhouse and bring him to Raw? I think seeing The Fiend constantly attack people and going to, is going to get stale, just like The Funhouse will. I'd love to see his character turn into a dual personality character. Bray could be the mouthpiece. Bray could come to the arenas praising the opponents of The Fiend, saying great nice things. Maybe certain opponents wouldn't buy it, which would be a great way to make The Fiend angry. The lights could go out. Yes, Dip. You like this? I was going to say, it's such a bad idea, it's probably what they'll go with. <laughs> so you don't like this? No. That the, that Bray would show up in the arena, get angered, and turn into the fiend. No, because then it gets into like dude love, uh, yeah, you know, tough. cactus territory. The lights go out. The fiend could attack his opponents, and Bray could be trying to help his opponents when the lights go on. It would be great TV and bring a freshness to his character. Let me know what you think. P.S. You're not twits. Stay major and enjoy yourself, Zach. Well, Dipperstein thinks that's a twit email. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I I don't know what 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 to do with. The fiend, because you do you do have to get you do have to figure out how to you have to put him in all of these. You have things. to put him in like mage mind game storylines and that are like dark and have vignettes. And if you keep doing that over and over, like it'd be interesting. And you could you that could last for a, a really long time. Hey, listen, everyone, uh, enjoy yourselves watching Clash of Champions. Dipperstein, stay mage. You stay mage. I'm glad. I hope the shingles are gone. The shings are almost done, dude. Uh, next time I see you, I hope we'll, well, no, I'm going to see you here in a few weeks, but then I hope to see you at Dipperland Ranch. Oh, well, it's, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's on me. fleek right now. Uh, I believe me. I understand. Dipper fiend at Dipperland Ranch. Look at Austin, little pep in his step running down to the ring. Um, everyone enjoy yourself. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. SGG will be back next week and, uh, take it easy, man. It's professional wrestling. Gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the Majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce Shout out Scott Guy Red. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mutt, 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 Mitch.